Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Do not make attempt to come without believing him. So, faith is so necessary because Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, it says, Behold the upright. It says, Behold the proud, sorry. His soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. How do you live? From the scriptures. But biologically, if your heart starts, stops working, your life stops. So when a, a pregnant woman is bleeding, you know it's not good news. It's not. For a pregnant woman to bleed, from her womb is not good news. When a pregnant woman is bleeding and they go to the hospital, one of the things they check for, they do the scan, they check for the heartbeat. If the heartbeat is there, it means there is hope. Most of us, there's no, any amount of spiritual heartbeat. It's all gone. What's your spiritual heartbeat? Your faith. He says, because the just shall live by his faith. Not the preacher's faith. Oh, that's my, my, my mother believes seriously. My grandmother likes church. No, no, stop that. So you ca- can I use your headlamps to drive at night? <laughs> can I? I'm driving. I'm using your headlamps to drive. No. I cannot use... I cannot... Use your heart. The just shall live by his faith. Just like every one of us lives, put you on the screen, every one of us lives by, by his heart. You live by your faith when it comes to God. God can't actually help you when your faith is not in place. So when people are asking, <coughs> Oh God, Look at what I'm going through. Why, God? Why? Stop. You know what? Stop the why. Start trusting him. That I know, even though he slays me, I will trust him. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. I'm in the shadow of death. The valley of the shadow of death. Death has surrounded me all around. Everything about around me seems to be dying. My finances, my marriage, my... Now the doctors say you have a problem. We need to take you to theater. What is it? My children's... My, my, my child has been sacked from school. And my... Everything. My job, my business, everything. The investment I made, the company has gone into liquidation. Oh, what is it? 
said, when you are surrounded by death, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. When you are going through the valley of the shadow of death, when you are going through hard times, that is not when you ask God, so why, if you are there, why? Why, 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 why all this, I'm not, I mean, if you don't do anything, I'm not going to church again, but we still have church anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like hunger strike. I'm here to really understand the rationale behind Anderson. Hunger strike is, you are the only one who feels the hunger. <laughs> you are the only one. In fact, I never knew about hunger strike because, you know, I grew up somewhere and that place, a lot of nonsense doesn't exist. <laughs> it's not tolerated. Nonsense. Uh, you woke up in the morning. I feel stressed. I feel, so I'm going to my GP. You sign me off for two weeks. You go somewhere and do it. You see. <laughs> and he said, I'll see the company. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm, I'm hoping some, some of these countries, things are changing. You can get to the airport and you have just arrived with goods and they say, everything they check, everything is fine. Let me take my goods. Say, oh no, you have to give us something. Today's weekend. Today's weekend. You, 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 give us something. He said, my friend, I will report you. They will laugh at you. Report to me. To who? And you are saying that if you do not release my goods, you will see what I'll do here. They said that if you don't pay. One day I was traveling to Togo, across the border, one day. One day. And Jacoffi was going to preach there, so he sent me and my friend to go ahead. This is years ago, I think 96. So we got to the border and everything was okay. Check our passports and everything. And then the, this. Um, custom officer, after I stamp it, you have to give money. I said, why should I give money? He said, my friend, give us money before we let you go. Why? He said, stand aside. <laughs> the other ones, pay and then you go. And my friend said, David, just, I said, no, I don't see why I should give him the money. And then, you know, the, the border shuts, I think, at six or seven. And it was about five minutes to six. <laughs> I said, no way, I won't give, you know, you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You will stay behind the board. And the guy, my friend, decided to pay. I said, don't pay. He paid. He said, David, let's go. And then we went. But later I realized that, you know, even though I was in the right, <laughs> they were not operating with any particular law. <laughs> And it will end up costing you more because you don't have anywhere there. You have to go and look for a hotel. The border is shut. Sorry, we can't. That's the law. Now they are enforce the law. The border is closed. You, you can't go. Now go and look for a hotel. You have to pay and complications. <laughs> oh, Lord. The just shall live by faith. Your faith is so necessary as long as God's help 
is concerned. In Matthew chapter 9, in Matthew chapter 9 verse 29, Jesus said to the blind that be it unto you according to your faith. Be it unto you according. Let's already have from the screen, please. Let's go. Give me King James, please. Let's read it from the King James. Let's go. Then he touched their eyes. He said, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. How is it going to be unto you? Not according to, <clears throat> excuse me, not according to my power. The fact that you are crying doesn't mean God must do something. <laughs> something you didn't know. See, those religious gurus who taught you all those things, they didn't help you. Oh, that God is like a Santa Claus. He's just waiting to do somebody good. Oh, if you're in trouble, then he'll come there and then help you anything. No, no, no. That's not the God of the Bible. Pastor, look at how Jesus put it. He said, in the days of Elisha, there were many lepers in Israel. But he, God, no one was healed, save Naaman the Syrian. Luke chapter 4, verse 25 down was Naaman the Syrian. So how about the people who were in Israel? But the, the, the prophet said, let him come. He will know there's a prophet in Israel. So how about your lepers? Don't they need help? They do. But God can help you if you don't trust him. So that ideology or that mindset that God is so worried about. the You know, when a child is not happy about something, can throw them to cry. Children have this fantastic ability. They can cry anytime and tears will come. I know some of you are adults who are very good with that. Some, I know quite one or two sisters who can decide to cry anytime they want to. They will cry and tears will be coming. While some of the men, even when you are sad, you are trying to let the tear come. It's not coming. <laughs> Children can cry anytime. Now, you can't, you can't cajole God. Twist his arm. Because you are not happy. <laughs> God, you have to do no. He said, "Be it unto you according, not according to your cry, not according to your problems." Waymaker, miracle. You must make sure your faith is in place, because other than that, you'll be blocked behind the bar. Yet God is a waymaker. I see God making a way for somebody. So your faith must really be in place. I, I came across this also. Faith will determine your destiny. Okay? The Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says that for we walk by faith and not by sight. The Christian life is a life of faith, it's a walk of faith. Tell someone your faith matters. When I talk about faith, I'm not talking about what is your faith. They say, uh, 
uh, uh, Judaism or Shintoism or uh, Buddhist or Catholic. Yeah, normally they separate Catholic from Christians. That should tell you a lot. I don't know why they should do that, but Catholic. One of the things I just don't appreciate is when you are trying to preach to someone about Christ and he tells you, I'm a Catholic. So are you, supposed, are you so, are trying to suppose to me that Catholicism is, is, is separate from... All right, so we walk, if you're a believer, you have to walk by faith. We walk by faith. Faith, absolute trust. That's what I'm talking about. Absolute confidence, absolute confidence, trust in God through his word. If it is not founded on God's word, it's assumption. It's just wishful thinking or hopeful thinking. So we walk by faith. I, I, I was reading my Bible. I came across this story, which was very, very interesting. Uh, before I tell you that story, in, in, in Galatians, the Bible says that all those who are of faith, Galatians 3, 20, I think 26, all those, those who are of faith, Galatians 3, 23, said, for ye are all the children, the children of God by faith in Christ. Right, let's go to um, verse 9 rather, 3, 9, I think. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Okay. The previous one read, verse 26 said, if you are of faith, you are the child of God. Here, verse 9 says that if you are, if the, if you are of faith, you are blessed with, Abraham is blessed too. Yeah. Was very blessed. And he said, if you are of faith, the blessing of Abraham is your entitlement. Why wouldn't you enjoy life? By faith, and it will work for you. I read this story and it touched my heart in Luke chapter 7. Thank you, Jesus. Luke chapter 7 from verse 44. Dan was. Just talking about Jesus who went to the house of, I think, Levi and um, he was eating and a woman came to him. He went to the house of Simon. And he turned, um, he turned to the woman and said to Simon, verse 44, said to Simon, seest thou this woman? I entered in, in thine house, and thou give, givest me no water for my feet. But she has wiped my feet with her tears. And watch this, what the action the lady took. She has wiped my feet with her tears. Okay, but she has, she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair, the hair of her head. She used her hair, she was crying used her tears to wash the feet of Jesus, not to control him. <laughs> Those of you who <laughs> I'm, 
<laughs> I'm about to say something very interesting. Okay. I'm going through so much and no one is supporting me. Use your tears to control us. <laughs> I was going through so much and uh, nobody even called me to say hello. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. So I don't want to come to the service today. I'm going through today. Don't use your tears to control us. You should use your tears to wipe the feet of Jesus, okay? <laughs> and then she released her hair. I'm sure she has tied it. And she released it and used her hair to walk or wipe his feet. When he came, the host was supposed to wash his feet. He didn't do it. The woman came and used her tears and her hair. Is it not interesting? And he said, Jesus said, verse 40, 45, thou, thou gives, gives me no kiss. So it's when someone enters your house in that time, you have to welcome and kiss the person. So when I came, you didn't give me any kiss. But what did she do? She says that you gave me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, has not ceased to kiss my feet. Not my, anyway, my feet. This woman kept kissing his feet. Watch what she, she was doing. First of all, wipe his feet with her hair. Kiss his feet. Verse 46. My, my, <coughs> my head with oil thou didst not anoint, but this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say, to, I say to thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For, 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 she, for she loved much. For she loved, but to whom, for, uh, sorry, but to whom little is forgiven, the same loved little, loveth little. Verse 48, and he said to her, Thy sins be forgiven. Look at verse 49. That's the way. 49 and 50. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? And he said to the woman, Let's read what he said to the woman. Let's read it out. Let's go. Oh, I can't hear you. What did, what did he say to the woman? I can't hear you. So, all the things that she was doing, tears, wipe, uh, tears, wash his feet, hair, wipe his feet, kiss his feet, anoint his feet, all those things, Jesus said that was, um, that was faith. Faith. What she was doing, so long as God was concerned, is faith. This is the actions of faith. Jesus looked at her, he said, your faith, what have I done? No, these things that you were doing, your faith. Your faith has saved you. Someone lift up your right hand and say, my faith will save me. Will save. Say it again, my faith will save me. People may look down on your approach to God, your pursuit of God. They will look at you funny. They say, okay. While the woman was doing it, the, even the host was marginalizing her, disdaining her, saying, why, why is she doing this? If Jesus was prophet, you should have known that this woman is a prostitute, or this woman is not a good woman. So, they have all kinds, their own ideas, and saying everything they could say about him, but you know what, about her, but you know what, whilst she, they were criticizing her, she was busy exercising her faith. They were busy criticizing her, she was busy exercising her faith, and Jesus said, this faith you have exercised have saved you. 
do not always, oh, I like this one. Don't always look for human approval in your pursuit of God. Don't look, because sometimes people will disapprove of your pursuit of God. But God will say your faith has saved you. You need faith. Faith is necessary. Sister, faith is necessary. Brother, faith is necessary. Sometimes you may do things, I mean, can you imagine a woman? JP, Jerusalem pilgrim. You went to Jerusalem. Even in these modern days, it was very dusty and rocky. And, and so Jesus used to walk a lot. The time he rode the donkey, we were told. <laughs> he, he was walking. So for him to come into a house, they didn't have paved roads. His feet would be very dirty. And what, what is this woman looking for? Why did you reduce yourself like that? Some of you, sometimes your pursuit of God, others interpret it as reducing yourself. You are not smart. You are not smart, but you know you are pursuing God. God will meet you at the point of your life. Amen. Your faith will save you. Tell someone your faith will save you. Sometimes exercising faith may look like you are not being smart. For those who are very smart, it may look like you are. Did you hear the lady's testimony? She said that. Her friends, her mom, her dad. What's going on? You have, you have given it, tended in your resignation, January. And you've still not secured a place, a job somewhere. And you are turning down over five, some applications, sorry, some admissions and offers. You are turning them down. What's wrong with you? She said, those schools were not the place I wanted. And she, when she wrote her testimony, she didn't say it. She says that I stood on faith to trust God. Trust God. Her loved ones were duly and rightfully concerned. If you don't take care, sometimes your loved ones will love you out of your track of destiny. Your mother will tell you, marry him like that, even though it's, it's not serious. Just take it because you are growing. Marry him, at least have children with him, you see. But your faith tells you that I know this is not the right man for me. I know, it doesn't matter. I know. Sometimes people who love you are so worried that they will advise you. They will, they will ad lovingly advise you out of your safety. Not because they are bad, but because they are so worried. I know of a woman. She advised her daughter that that guy you've seen in America, he's good for you. They've not met, they've been communicating. He said, go, he's good for you. And the guy said, he's an engineer. And the mother was looking for people with high educational attainment wow. to marry her daughters. Wow. He's an engineer. He's a qualified engineer, marry him. He's good. <laughs> you know, it's not every engineer who is a good husband. You see, you, you are trained to be an engineer, but not a husband. Some of the ladies, your makeup is, oh, you are so good. A man will betray his destiny if he chooses you based on your makeup. You are good, 
you are good with makeup, but it doesn't mean you are well made up. I would have been surprised if you clapped, but <laughs> there's, there's, Renee, there's something interesting about marriage. As soon as you settle down in marriage, this whole buzz and excitement about the romance, um, I can't, rise, rise up, sir. <laughs> I, I can't leave, it's leaving without you. You always feel that you always be together. You, you, so you are looking for a job which is next uh, job, a uh, workplace. And uh, you can have lunch together during break time. You can go. <laughs> yeah, right. It's in your mind. Listen, as soon as you marry, most of the time, sometimes you don't even get sex. <laughs> You are shaking your head, is it true? <laughs> there are a lot of angry husbands. <laughs> there are more angry husbands than angry boyfriends. Yes. <laughs> Over oh, oh, the issue of sex. <laughs> oh, is it not true? No, those who are married, I mean, is it not true? Some of you can't even say because you are worried your, your wife, your wife will tighten, will tighten the the, the sanctions. <laughs> most, most young ladies are desperate to marry, but they are not ready to be wives. <laughs> most young men are, actually, most men are not really eager to marry because they know it's a responsibility. The reason why many women are eager to marry is, is security. So the woman sees security because as for a woman, all he wants is the man. And the man, all he wants is your sex. <laughs> yeah. So if he can get the sex, why, why must he take on the responsibility too? No. Would you do that if you were the man? I won't do that. You have got it. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm preaching on faith, okay? Let's go back. <laughs> I'm wondering when I'll stop talking about relationships and sex. Because as soon as we close church, you will see images of sex. Yeah. Ah, I forgot it. I, was even mean, I even meant the billboards. But Pastor Frank said it to be 26 degrees outside. What's it called? What's it called? Um, Batty Riders. You remember? <laughs> oh, but sometimes they look nice, though. But <laughs> no, it's not a type of motto. Who told you? <laughs> so by the time you are going to bed. There's so much sex on your mind. All right, so. <laughs> now my time is up. So it's, it's so important to understand that if you want to enjoy from God, faith. Now, people will advise you 
because they love you. They can, not always, but for most of the time, if they don't understand how God works and they are not pursuing God like you are pursuing, they'll tell you, you're always going to church. Go for some parties. Go for some parties. You know, most, sometimes, most of the time, the men and the women you find at parties, eh, sometimes it comes with a lot of challenging packages. And the Facebook ones. Some of you are, you are dating somebody on Facebook. Mm. Oh, I'm not against it. Oh, no, no, no. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. I can't say go ahead, but I, I'm not against it. Because, you know, usually pictures look nicer than. <laughs> it's the pictures now that you take. Yeah, after church, you take some pictures, selfie, and then you put it on Instagram, you put it on Facebook, you put it on Twitter, Snapchat, and. Uh, I know people who have who met online and it's it, it can work but sometimes it's a lot of it can be a lot of so it's because if you are online looking for a, a, a partner you can be very vulnerable because you are there looking for a partner and what, how you are only looking at bodies people pictures faces pictures which have been is like for sale So you have to be careful. Um, this woman did things that were not right in the eyes of men, but that was faith. So we have, we have to be careful. People don't redefine your faith for you. Let your faith be defined by scripture. And not just scripture, conviction in God. There are quite a few types of faith. All right, but I can say types. We have weak faith. Um, Romans chapter 4 verse 19 Bible says he was not weak in faith weak faith and being not weak in faith so you can have faith but weak in faith alright and then we also have little faith Matthew chapter 6 verse 30 or Matthew 8 26 Matthew 6 30 wherefore if God so clothe the grass of the field which Today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven. Shall he not much? Shall he not much more clothe ye? You, oh ye of late. This is just, so why are you so worried about what you eat, what you drink? Then he went on to talk about this. When you go further down, that's where he said, that, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all this. But he was talking mainly, verse 30 again. He says that, Why are you so worried about? Clothes, what you eat, what you wear, what you uh, security. So if God takes care of the grass, okay, shall He not much more take care of you? Oh, ye of what little faith? Little faith makes you think God is not good enough to help you. Little faith, little faith. So you can have weak faith or little faith. All right, so faith can be weak, can be little. Uh, Matthew chapter 8, verse 10, faith can be great. I pray that may you have great faith. 
Don't say amen. amen. I say, I pray you have great faith. Amen. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. This is a man whose servant was sick. And he asked Jesus to heal the servant. And Jesus said, I'll come home. He said, no, 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 no. Verse, I like verse 8 of Matthew 8. He said, don't come home. Only speak the word. And the centurion answered and said to the Lord, I'm not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof, but speak the word only. Say the word only. Say the word only. Say the word only. Speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. And when Jesus, verse 10, Jesus marveled. What? This you understanding? And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them, them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. Say great faith. Great faith faith takes God's word as final. Just the word is enough. My symptoms are not good enough. The word is stronger. What God's word says, so long as I'm concerned, overrides the symptoms I'm having in my body. So if God said, by his stripes I am healed, and I I really believe it that my healing is in him. Did you hear the the sister? She said, oh, I like that testimony. She said, "Um, is it Graves' disease? Graves, something like that. Not Graves, of course, it's Graves. (laughs) And, and, so they put her on medication, but from January, she just believed that God is my healer. Yeah. And so she wasn't even taking the medication. And she decided that she was going to take communion yeah. every day, instead of medication every day. In human terms, in medical terms, doesn't that sound stupid? Because in chemistry, the communion wafer and the bread does not contain the necessary remedial elements you need in your body for your healing. So why do you do that? Say faith did it. So by faith, he said, if God's word says that healing comes through, he said, whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will have life. I can believe God. So she elevated God's word above her condition, above her condition. And she stayed on God's way. And then she said, I declared. I declared that every week we are going to take communion. We, we, we used not to do that. So we started this 365 days prayers. Every day, every week we are going to take communion. She said, aha, I got it. And so every Thursday when we are going to take communion, she vowed that she would never. In fact, when she said the testimony, I realized it's true. Because, she, because of the nature of her job. She normally doesn't come for the evening, but every now and then I'll see her. I just realize it's the Thursdays. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's the Thursdays. She, she made it a religious responsibility that she'll be coming religiously every Thursday because of communion. And then after she's taking the communion, when she goes home, she does her own as well. But she's taking the corporate one, which I declare over her. Healing. She, she went to the doctors, they checked her, they said, the thing has left you. The doctor said, the medication, what have you? He said, no, I've not been taking the medication. The doctor said, no, it can't be. I said, I've not been taking the medication. He said, no, it can't be. What have you doing? He said, communion. 
Rise, rise your feet. Come, come, rise your feet. Go on, go on, go on, quickly, quickly, quickly. She, she, this is serious, brothers and sisters. We are seeing the power of God at work in our midst. You, you were told to be taking medication, and what happened? Yes. I didn't take the medication as I was meant to. I took it every now and again, but I had my communion more than I had the medication. I had my communion more than I had, I had the medication. And you went, when did you go to the, your doctor's? Again? On Thursday. Thursday, and what did they say? They said that it's been treated, that I don't have, that it's no, no longer overactive anymore. Everything. Communion. Elevating God's word above your situation. Because, you see, the problem is some of us have too much confidence in the system. In, in uh, doctors, in your education, in your certificate, in that your good job. Too much confidence, sister. I'm happy you are at this age and you are not married. I'm happy. Because you thought you were too beautiful. You thought your beauty would sort it out. I'm glad to see you are not married. You're, and still you haven't learned sense. You haven't realized that beauty doesn't guarantee marriage. You don't need beauty to marry you. Hey! Is she not beautiful? She's not married. Please. <laughs> Those who told you that it's your lips, hips, and fingertips. That will secure marriage for you. It's a joke. It's a hoax. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You want someone to marry who you can build future with. So, so please take note of that. I don't want to go into that because when it comes to the marriage, then I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Because, you know, my, one of my biggest prayers for you is that your marriage will work. Yeah. Do you know broken marriages and relationships can be very, very, very um, difficult when you go through that, especially when there are children involved. And when you go into a relationship, you have had a lot of sex. And now there's a break. Last week, if you listen to last week's message, you, you, when you sleep with someone, you are not free. The person has added onto your life. And something of you have gone to the person. Even though you use condom. <laughs> if condom could do it, you shouldn't have had broken heart. Because you always use condom. How can your heart is broken? Yeah, so condom can protect your heart. <laughs> Do you always have to talk about that? Yes, because you are always going back there. <laughs> so great faith. And then we have unfeigned faith. First, first Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Unfeigned faith. That's faith that is not polluted. Okay. And then we have shipwreck faith. Shipwreck faith. So, how many of you have known people who were once on fire for the things of God, and another time you see them and they, they's like they've gone off the radar? Yeah. Shipwreck faith. 
First Timothy chapter 1 verse 19. Shipwreck. They will make shipwreck of your faith. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some haven't put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck. Shipwreck. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 verse um, 2 and 3 talks about um, verse 3. Exceedingly growing faith. I pray that that's what your faith will be. Amen. Your faith will be exceedingly growing. So that tells you, see, faith can be little, but faith can grow. Because yes. this, this says that uh, because that, because that your, 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 your faith grows exceedingly. All right. So faith can be little and it can grow. Faith can be weak. The last one I'll mention here is strong faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 20. Romans chapter 4, verse 20. He says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was what? All right. Shall we already read that from the screen? Shall we already? Let's go. He staggered not at the promise of God One more time. Louder. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. So, he was strong in faith. Strong, you need strength in your faith. Strong faith. Strong in faith. You cannot be a cheap victim in life if you have faith. Telling you the truth. You cannot be. You cannot be. I've seen people, doctors have said all kinds of things about, you can't do this, you can't do this, this will happen to you, this will happen to you. And by faith, they have been able to prevail. When we, are, when we were married in our, the first year of our marriage, second year of our marriage, third year of our marriage, no child, third, and I was a very strong Christian, I, didn't bother, I couldn't be bothered because I know it is not possible for me not to have a child. No, no, that cannot be possible. First year, and second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, sixth year, no child. It, it, those who were members of this church, it was not once said, let's pray for pastor. For childbirth, no. I never was worried. My, my wife, no, 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 no. It wasn't a prayer topic to be worried about. God, oh, God, give my children. No, why? Because I knew. No, how I even knew it. One day I was in my office. I was praying, and I, I was just inside. I saw myself in a labor ward carrying a baby. So. No, no, that, that was, I think, about the first or second year in our marriage. So I knew, I've seen myself carrying a baby. That settles it. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's going to work. Without the help of medicine, my first child landed. Landed. Without the help of medicine. We didn't need any human help. No, no, no human help was needed. <laughs> but I did some things. I saw some seeds to prophets. And released the thing. She was born, and when you see her, even that day, in fact, I realized that my wife was not too happy when she gave birth. Because the baby looked too much like me. Where's Emilia? She's not here. Eunice, when they came to the hospital and they said, they said, hey, this spitting image of Pastor David. Everyone said, oh, Pastor David. 
In fact, one day, she was about two years or something, uh, and then we, uh, I went for a, we did a program, some people came in, knowing, and no, I think I went for Pastor Kofi's conference or so. And then one guy I knew years ago, he came to me, said, oh, I've seen your wife, and I don't know your wife, but the baby, I saw the baby, I know that, that this, this baby's <laughs> They saw the child, he doesn't know me, but he saw the child. He said, This one is definitely the child of why. And the devil was trying to say, bringing special oil from some funny prophets from Ghana. <laughs> that we should apply the oil before we meet. <laughs> the devil is a liar. <laughs> and my, my, my wife said, What do you mean? What, what's this? He said, it's A physician cannot heal himself. So I said, Man, I, I didn't even see the oil. I told my wife, don't let me have any sight of that oil. <laughs> Throw it away. What oil do I need? What other kind of prophet? And another, another sometimes this, this rubbish is too much. Too <laughs> so much. As I speak, some of you have all kinds of special waters that you add to your food every time before you eat because it was blessed from Ghana or from Nigeria or Zimbabwe and they brought it to you. The devil is a liar. They, Michaela, would you believe this? Prayed over by some small girl prophet, prophet, that we should take that water and put it in our garden when it is, I think, 3.50 or 3.30 a.m. and then leave it there for some time. When it's five, we should take it and face the eat and say something and drink it. You see, you see, when people know of your problem, eh? suffer many things in the hands of many people because of your challenges. I look all over heaven. I look all on the earth. There was nobody found worthy to break their skull. But he said, Johanna, don't weep. Johanna, don't cry. John, don't cry. Because the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. Shout yes! Shout yes! waiting to see you go down. Let them keep waiting. Let them keep waiting. They will see you rising. They will see you rising. I, I, I prophesy to you. I announce to you that you will not go down into hospital. You are rising. It shall be well with you. Your business will do well. You will excel in your career. Your marriage will not fail. Shout hallelujah. Please be seated. Come on. Come on. Exercise your faith. Believe in God. Jesus told the woman who has been suffering 12 years, issue of blood. She said, Bible said, she said to herself, if I may touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And she pressed and touched, and she was healed. Jesus said, who touched me? Then when she realized she could not hide, she came and told Jesus, this is the situation. In Mark chapter 5, verse 34, Jesus said to the woman, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you whole. Not my power. Your faith has made you whole. I say to you, lady, 
I say to you, man, that your faith shall make you whole. Your faith is making you whole. Your faith in God is making you whole. Somebody shout, Lord, I believe. Don't believe everything the devil tells you. Don't believe everything. They can say one thing, that your situation is hopeless. But say to yourself in the Lord that your situation is not hopeless. Because there is hope for you. God is on my side. Lord, I trust you. Listen, my testimony, one year I was trusting God. Two years I was trusting God. Three years, but I didn't flinch. I was not weakened in faith, but rather growing strong. Do you know why? Bible says that, hey, Romans chapter 4 verse 20, Abraham believed God. Bible says that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory. Look at verse 21. That should be your story. 21, it says that, and being fully persuaded, he was fully convinced, fully persuaded, he was fully convinced that what God has promised, he is also able to do. God is also able to do what God has promised. He is also able to do it. God is doing it for you. God is doing it in your family. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated. This, this morning's testimony. She said, God's servant prophesied and declared that nobody will, will end up in hospital. You won't end up in hospital. And she tapped into it. Emilia came and told me, last Friday, as soon as she closed the service, she came. Sister Emilia said, hey, you are a prophet. You are a prophet. He said, there's a prophet in there. I said, what is it? She said, because last Friday, one of the last people I prayed for, I just said, come, I need to pray for you. I said, God showed me I should pray for your daughter and your son, because something is going on. She said, I just received a letter from my daughter when I was coming, that she had been given some serious scholarship. Amen. Amen. Serious scholarship. And I came, you pick it down, you have to pray for her. Man of God, you are a prophet. You are a prophet. A prophet. She was, she was very excited. When a declaration from God comes, it's in your interest to hold on to it. May I say this? Oh, this is where my time comes. Oh, listen, I've gone past the stage of waiting for your acceptance or validation to know God has called me. If I give you a word, whether it happens or not, I know whom I have believed. And I don't give a word to impress. I give a word to create room for God's glory to be seen. Because I will not say if I have not heard. And so I'm not waiting for your testimony. Hey, it has happened for me to feel validated. No. But for it to happen, your faith is a necessary requirement. I see God doing it for you. I see God doing it for you. Shall my strength, my faith is growing. Shall my faith is growing. Those problems, hey, 
I heard Bishop Wade, the poor Papa said this this morning, bless me. He said, there are some challenges that have lasted too long in your life. When an overstayer is caught, what do they do to the overstayer? Why do you allow your problem to overstay? <laughs> he says that weeping may endure for a night. Why is your own going to the morning and afternoon still you are weeping? He said weeping may endure but for a night. For a night. For a night. For a night. Joy comes in the morning. So if you are weeping in the morning, something has overstayed its permission. He said, for your affliction, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17, for your afflictions, which is for, but for a moment. So if your suffering has gone beyond a moment, God is not endorsing that. Some of you, the conditions in your family must change. Situations in your family must change. It must change, I'm telling you. We may not know how much things are bad, but you know, and you have, you, why would you come to church and we, we can't see the effect in your life? You can't see, oh, we know you go to church, so I don't do sex. I don't do sex with that marriage. No, 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 that's good, but it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Let's, let's, let's see the hand of God in, at work. Let's see the miracles. Let's see the manifestation. Let's see the breakthroughs. Because the reason why you don't do some things is so you can walk with God. Now, if you walk with God, Bible says that when the Lord turned again our captivity, we were like them that dream. Then it was said, Psalm 126, then it was said amongst the hidden. People outside saw that God has helped them. Why is it that you are walking with God but we can't see it? You, you will see evidence. You're, God is going to give them evidence. God is going to show his power. God is going to show his power. God is going to show his power in your life. In the name of Jesus. Shout yes, Lord. Hmm. Please be seated. Be seated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone shout, I believe. Yeah. They say things like, oh, oh, yeah, just believe anything. Not anything. Mm. What God has said. Mm. That's why Satan's number one target is to fight the word of God. Mm. Yeah. Some of you have attempted reading your Bible a few times. You always sleep. You can watch action movies, romance stories, love movies or whatever for f- seven hours throughout the night and you don't even sleep. You take your Bible, within 10 minutes, you are gone. <laughs> Satan will have to supervise your sleep because if the word can enter you, it's bad news for the devil. Because it's the word in, ah! This is moving me to how do you develop your faith. You need to grow your faith. Your faith is little, but you need to grow it. How do you grow it? Number one, the word. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing of the word, the word of God. Listen, if what you are thinking is faith is not born from the word of God, it's fake. It's fake. If, if you, your so-called faith cannot be rooted 
in the, in the scripture. It is fake. It's not faith. Faith must be born from the word of God. The word of God. That's why you have to expose yourself. Now tell me, this one was written by men. You see, I don't have that kind of time to be wasting my time in trying to prove. I don't have to prove God. His powers in my life, his work in my life will defend itself. Those people who try to fight for their God, their God is not a wise God. Why would you, why would you, why would you employ a security officer you have to fight for? Football coach, why would you sign on a player you have to go and replace on the field? Why would I worship a God I have to fight for? Mm. What kind of God is that? Mm. I have to kill people for that God. He's telling you it's not it's an idol, it's not a God. Because idols can't fight for themselves. That's the truth. Faith comes. Say faith comes. Romans 10, 17. Say faith comes. Shout it, faith comes. I can't hear you shouting. That means faith is not always resident. Because if faith comes, if I say, Nana, come. That means Nana is not here. So if Nana is here, why would I say Nana, come? So if faith comes, that means faith is not always there. Faith is always coming based on the word that is getting into you. And he said, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word. Rise to your feet, sister. This morning's testimony, amazing testimony. He said, what, what, what's the problem? Um, I was just shivering and cold you were, you were shivering and cold everywhere? Yeah, I couldn't stand. I felt like I couldn't move. I couldn't even hear myself. Just cold everywhere and strong pains in my stomach. I, he said, I was shivering everywhere. Pain and you're feeling cold everywhere. Yeah. And you yeah. couldn't... Pain in my stomach and in my back. Pain in your stomach and your back. Yeah. And what happened? And so um, I prayed with my K-group leader, but I didn't feel any better. So I put the message on before I laid down. To what did you do? What did you do? I put a message on. You, what did you do? I put a message on. <laughs> she put, you are watching EastEnders. <laughs> she put, what kind of message? Bread of life. Bread of life is a message. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, the title of the message is bread of life. Yeah, that's the title. I, was, I, was, I preach it. Yeah. And you put it on. Yeah. At night? Yes. And what happened? And so I was listening to it throughout, and then through that, I was able to sleep. You, fe- you went to sleep, and you woke up? And everything was just fine, normal. Yeah. That's why when you come to church, listen, it's in your own interest. In your own interest. Not coming to church doesn't affect, not, not you know what, in the, that is sunny. You can go and wear a winter coat. Does it affect the sun? <laughs> Does it affect the sun? You can, you can take off your coat and wear short sleeves or sleeveless something and um, shorts. You know, and, you be, and some sandals be walking and you feel cool. Why? 
Because you enjoy the sun. Now, while you see somebody to wearing their winter coat and a hat and uh, uh, scarf and gloves, does it affect the sun? No. Hmm. Not making it for church is actually at your own expense. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's why I'm not one of the pastors who, please, I'll encourage you to come because I know I just am interested in your well being. But church, for heaven's sake, church is not like Tesco. No, no, no. Church is not like a shop where you want to be treated like a special customer. Customer service is wonderful. It is the word service that you should focus on. Come on, you're preaching. She said she played the message over and over. I don't understand why you are sick. You really are sick. In fact, it is even worse when the doctors tell you they can't do anything about your situation. It's serious. Mm. When doctors said they can't do anything about your situation, what would you do? Say, okay, then let me prepare to die. Well, why don't you find out that means? Try believing God. But me, I won't even wait for doctors. I always will believe God. Amen. I always believe God. What was your testimony? That, they, they, that thing is high. What is it called? CRP was very high. Normally, the regular, the normal, rise your feet, lady. The, the regular one is supposed to be what? Less, oh, less than 10. Less than 10. And yours was? 195. How many of you know that's a serious situation? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, what, what, what did it mean? That, did it mean that something was swollen or something was? So it means that either there's an inflammation. There's in the an body inflammation or in an the infection. body or an infection. Now, even if it is 50, it's serious. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because the normal is 10. 10. Yes. And you have gone more than 100. Uh, 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 195. 195. What? 100% is 20. 300% or 200% increase is uh, 30. But your own has gone uh, more, more, about 1,000% or whatever. High. And so she went for the blood test. And they called her, you need to come back to the hospital because, sit down please, because the level is so high, we need to do something about it. If we, we have to check it again, if it's that high, we have to admit you immediately. And what did you say? You remember the word? The word that you said? Yes. So you said that the blood of Jesus will cover me. Before I prayed for you, I've been declaring that none well, of no us one will be hospitalized. hospitalized. You, uh, I'm prophesying. None of us will be hospitalized. You are sitting. Wait, 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 I'm, I'm coming. I'm prophesying that none of us will be hospitalized. Bring me and chair, Pastor Philip. I'm prophesying none of us will be hospitalized. Can I finish now? Or, or, or I, should, I, should, I should continue? None of us will be prophet, uh, uh, hospitalized. Wait, wait, uh, you are sitting now. Amen. Yeah. Uh, 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 I consent. Uh, uh, uh. My brother, my brother, stop trying to impress us so, because we don't even know you are here. May I say it in a very, change the time. May I say it in a very interesting way? <laughs> it's going to take your time. The devil is a liar. May I say it in a very, very interesting way? Uh, watch, 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 watch it. You don't matter. When it comes to my receiving from God, excuse me. You don't matter. You don't matter. If we are in a boat and people are drowning and you, you choose to, to be lying, down, I, I don't care. I, mean, I just need help. She said, and I've been saying that, that none of us will be hospitalized. You will not be hospitalized. You, and she has been tapping into it. 
tapping into it. And so her faith has built based on that word. When the doctors gave her bad news, she said, no, I know I won't be hospitalized because I received that word. I tap into that word. She calls me. I pray with her. The blood of Jesus covers you. She goes back and the thing has dropped to 30. And I prophesy over your life that it is dropping to the normal state. In the mighty name of Jesus, so shall it be. Shall amen. I take advantage of this atmosphere. Anybody who is sick here, I prophesy your healing. I prophesy your healing. I release your healing. I release your miracle. I release your healing. In the name of Jesus. Shall Lord, I believe. Please Hmm. I have to finish now. Anne-Marie. This morning's testimonies, amazing testimonies. Anne-Marie said, my friend put a message that is going to, what, 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 where is she? What did your friend say? Sorry? He was going to commit suicide and he put on face. Now why was he announcing it then? <laughs> But I believe she was crying for help. He, he was crying for help, believing God for help. And what happened? So I, I, took, I took a screenshot of it first and I, I asked him, are you okay? Because and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't respond. He, yeah, he didn't respond. So then he didn't say anything. So and then he started sending him scriptures. And scriptures. Yes. What? Scriptures. Uh, yeah. Upon from scriptures. The book, from the, my notebook. From, from your prayer. What do you get a notebook from? From, um, I take it to evening prayer. So every, so time, every time we are yeah, preaching, I write it down. Every, you, you don't record anything. <laughs> you, don't rec you are sitting like a supervisor. Like... And not, not you. He has a book. Oh. He has a book. <laughs> look, look, look at your shoes. Look at your watch. And is that your notebook? No, I have Listen, you have to. What I don't understand is when a Christian tells you that, oh, when I open the Bible, I don't know what to read. Oh. One is the kind of pastor you have. We must always, everything we say in church, we do in church, must have strong reference from scripture, not tradition. Scripture, scripture. Anything outside of scripture is a killer. It will numb you and anesthetize you to the help of God. You'll be, Satan is butchering you and you realize it. Because the scripture is not alive in you. So you decided to be sending him scripture upon scripture. And what happened? And then he didn't reply that evening. And but you noticed that he had read them. Yeah, he read them because it shows you. And then in the morning, he actually, um, he miscalled me. So I was thinking, okay, I'll call him back. But he didn't pick up and he called me at 7.30. And then he just said that, oh my God, like, thank God. I don't know what I'd have done. Um, you saved me. I'm going back home to my wife and child. And I was like. Yeah. And then he said, anytime he's he comes like, to anytime London. Anytime he comes to London, he's going to come and visit the church that I come to. Cause Why? Because he sees me sharing. Things from Facebook. church. Things from church. Not Bob, Bob Marley. Church. Christ, Christ, Christ. You. 
small girl there, you don't know the thing. You are playing with the thing. My friend, you better change that ringtone. <laughs> Anything that will send God's word inside you is what you should pursue. Pursue things that will send God's word. That is your only guarantee for tomorrow. Is the word. Because everything was created by the word and it took the word to sustain everything. Hebrews says that he sustains all things by the word of his power. Shout yes! I feel like preaching. The word. How does faith come? The word. That's why every church, if you go to a church, it's not just, it's just music. The music is nice. Music, music. My friend, find somewhere you can get the word. Because they are killing you with just the music. Sir, very soon we have to reduce the number, the time of our music. And every evening, can you imagine for the past, one, today is day number 137, or five, 37. From the beginning, sister, from the beginning of the year, every day I'm preaching. Every evening. I preach every evening. Every, and we enjoy, we, that's what she's been getting the notes from. I'm not, you can tell that when I'm preaching, I'm just telling, I'm not telling stories. I don't have time for stories. We must go into the word. A wordless Christian is a very, a very vulnerable Christian. Ineffectiveness in our Christian work is predicated on wordlessness. Your faith can only, your faith can only work if the word is working in you. I'm ending now. I, I, I have four points, but I'll leave it. I'll just end on this same. Faith comes by hearing. If you want your faith to develop, listen to the word. Tomorrow I'll continue it. Maybe this week. Or okay. uh, not Tuesday or something. I'll continue. If you want to develop your faith, get into the word. There's this woman who received one of the, please be seated, one of the nicest testimonies in the Bible. She, she had an issue of blood for 12 years. If, you, if it's your season as a woman and you have the blood, you are bleeding and you bleed more than one week. Some of us even three days and you're okay. Some of us four days and you're okay. Some five days, depending on your, your body system. So, but if you bleed for two weeks, how many of you know it's a, it's a problem? If you, listen, I can shut up. Any woman here who has been bleeding Irregularly, I terminate that irregularity of the body. In the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! And every woman, any woman here, who's, you are not in menopause, but you don't bleed, maybe comes once every five months. I command the cycle to become normal. Begin to bleed regularly and normally from now. From now. From now. This, the woman was bleeding, Pastor Wo, bleeding for 12 years. Bleeding for 12 years. She spent all her money, but she could not get better. Bleeding. And then when she said that Jesus was coming, was coming. And look, sorry, Mark chapter uh, 5, verse 28. Bible says that she had, for when she had what? 
When? What? I can't hear you. Let's, let's, let's read the first line. Read it out loud. Let's go. Is that how loud you can read it? Louder. Let's go. How can they be saved? Unless they believe. How shall they believe unless they hear? How shall they hear self to preacher? Faith comes by hearing. What God can do for you is a function of his word you hear. What you hear. The woman heard of Jesus. That's where her miracle started. The miracle started when she heard of Jesus. One day, Paul was preaching in Acts chapter 14, verse 7 to 9. And there was a man at Lystra. He was crippled in the leg. He was crippled and he was listening. The Bible says that, and there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. It's a serious problem. Go to the next verse and see. The same, talking on this man, the same did what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. The same heard Paul preaching. That's where the miracle started. Started from hearing. This same heard Paul speaking. Who's Paul? Now that's Paul. Who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that the guy had faith for his healing. Why did he get the faith? Because he was hearing, listening to Paul. So as he was listening, the faith was coming. 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 Suddenly, the faith was mature. And Paul looked at the man. He saw that the man had faith to be healed. Because he must have seen some, uh, give me the chair again. He must have seen some things about the man. Hurry up, hurry up, my time is up. Hurry up. He, he, this man was crippled in his feet. And he was sitting down. And no, I think he wouldn't even be sitting on a chair. He was crippled. And, and so as Paul was preaching, and then he got to a time he felt like, I want to walk. I want to walk. I want to walk. So I like this one. Listen to this. And the same man who was preaching to him, which brought the faith, the same man said to him, go to the next verse. And then said with a loud voice, Paul said, stand upright on your feet. And he leaped and walked. So the word he was listening brought faith. When Paul saw he had faith to be healed, Paul said, Paul said, and I'm saying to you, you are not ending up in hospital. I am saying to you, you are not losing your job. I'm saying to you, you are not losing your marriage. I'm saying to you, you are not losing your money. I'm saying to you, help is coming to you. I'm saying to you, help is coming to you. I'm saying to you, help is coming to you. In the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout out me. Please be seated. Makataya. Hence for preaching. As you hear God's word. Some of us, you have such a nice car, but there's nothing word of God in the car. Nothing. Even the music you play doesn't glorify God. Nothing. Nothing. Go to church. You have iPad. You have downloaded all kinds of music on your iPod, on your phone, and you play it always in your car. At least, download some preaching message. Hear the word. You are going for hospital appointment. You are going for an interview. 
You are going to meet your father you have never seen in life. And you are going, play the music, play preaching. Let something enter you. It's not eyes. It's not ideas that are getting into you. It's God's powers, God's spirit is entering into you. Preaching is not ideas. It's not ideas. The word is life. The, this just said, John 6, that is 63. He said, the words that I speak to you are life and power and spirit. The word is spirit. So as you hear the word, the, some of you, the reason why you feel a certain way, you feel some, you feel like yeah, you can take on this challenge now. You can take on, yes, because the word has entered your spirit. It's the spirit of God that's working on you. I'm not, listen, I am not attempting to convince you. I, I can't do that because you are too intelligent for me to convince. I'm sending God's word into your spirit, not into your mind, into your spirit. And once it enters your spirit, something begins to take, take place. Something, Satan doesn't like it, but he will see what, what you are made up of. The word. I prophesy over your life. Amen. That your days of unending afflictions are over. Amen. Your days of sorrow are over. Your days of constant setbacks are over. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Somebody shout amen. amen. Did you receive something? Put your hands together for me. Lift up your right hand high. Everybody, bow your head. Begin to pray that, Lord, I trust you. Pray about the situation in your life. Pray about it. Begin to pray. Pray. Lord, I put my confidence in you. I trust in you. I shall not be put to shame. My help is in your name. My help is in your name. My help is in your name. Begin to pray. Pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Say, Lord, I believe in you. I'm going to move by faith. I'm going to put my confidence in you because my help is in you. Concerning this case around my life, concerning this situation in my life, concerning this, this issue that sorrows, brings me sorrow and worries me and disturbs me. Thank you, Lord. I receive grace. I receive grace to build my faith. In Jesus' name, please bow your head. You are here, you want to say, Pastor, I need to put your hands down, please. Maybe you are here, you want to say, I want to, I'm about to close now, my time is up, but you are here, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need you to pray with me because I want to start afresh with Jesus. I want to be a man of faith. I know God is talking to me. I want to be a woman of faith. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to start afresh with Jesus. I want to be born again. If that is your genuine prayer, please slip up your right hand so I can sit and pray with you. Slip it up. God bless you as you do that. Slip it up so I can sit and pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to start afresh with Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to invite him to be my Lord and my Savior because my time has come. I'm ready to walk by faith. If that is your genuine prayer, lift up your hand quickly. It's personal. It's not got anything to do with others. It's between you and God. And if you are here to, maybe you have done that before, but you have backslided. You have lost fellowship with Jesus, and you want to rededicate your life. You want to, you've been born again once, you've, been, you've done it before, but you know that you are not in a good relationship with Jesus. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You need to lift up your right hand. By faith, lift up your right hand. The woman used her hair to wipe the feet of Jesus, and Jesus said, you, this is faith. 
This is faith and blessed her. Your time has come. Lift up your hand quickly so I can pray with you. God bless you. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Lift up your two hands as we pray. As a sign of surrender. Say this to me. Say, Lord, say after me to God. Say, Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying on the cross to save me. I know I'm a sinner. And you died to save me. I ask you to forgive me for my sins. From today, I make a commitment that I will serve you. I, 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 I dedicate my entire life to you. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. I will serve you. I will walk with you. Take joy in my life. Thank you, Lord. Satan, get behind me. I don't belong in your camp again. I am a child of God. Washed by the blood. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you so much for these precious brothers and sisters. They heard your word. They heard your voice. And by faith, they took the step to embrace you. I pray over their lives that their heavens remain open. I pray over their lives that they will grow stronger in their faith and in their work with you. And major testimonies will begin to manifest through their lives. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.